0: note to self about day 75 to 81 since my arrival on earth. I... I couldn't let it happen. I couldn't let the council doom the colony without doing something about it. So Even if sending ships from Earth to repatriate interested settlers would be expensive in terms of energy, I didn't let it stop me. I took advantage of a live global holographic broadcast to ask the Earthlings to come together and donate their energy to help us out. And Ego? She did everything she could to give me as much on-air time as possible by keeping Captain McWells at bay before he finally managed to get into the broadcast room. But since then, I can't hear her anymore. Joanna De Lastra's logbook, day 83. <laughs> Who cares, anyway? (sighs) Have you ever been alone? I mean, really alone. With no one to talk to. Not even the people who drop off your food. And even that little artificial voice that lives in your head and keeps you going is gone. I feel like it's my first time ever being so alone. Ego is gone. Everyone's gone, even the production crew. I don't even know what McQuells and Mary said to them. And me? I've been detained in my cabin for two days, and all there is to do is wait for time to pass. I can physically feel every second ticking by, as if each one was a subtle smack in the head. I don't even know if what I did will help. I don't know if anyone heard my message. So, it's possible that this was all for nothing. The journey, the people we met, the risks we took, for nothing. I was foolish to think that I could change anything even change things really, just leave it up to the people of Earth to decide whether or not to help us. I spent a month studying how this planet found its footing again, and discovering how humans here live today. I learned to love this world that's so different from mine, so complex. I was hooked from day one. I wanted to share it as well. The same way Valentine, Christopher, the team at the Estrapi, the transport commission, and all those earthlings who have made us feel welcome since we got here have done with us. And now my research is as limited as I am and doomed to disappear forever. (sighs) All for nothing. And to think that I was the only one of Haldway's students to have stuck with him for so long. The only one left. I don't know how many people are qualified to take over the lab at the university. I'm sure the council will appoint someone they can easily manipulate and bend to their will. Or they'll just stop teaching anthropology. (gasps) That would be so typical. To move forward, we have to forget the past and erase all traces of it. And I know exactly what will happen to me. Mary gave me a second chance after a little and that I knew the truth about the Great Departure. But after what just happened, there's no way she'll risk taking me back to Mars. Instead they will abandon me here on Earth. Tell everyone back home that I've died, attacked by some sort of mutant life form, or killed by radioactive exposure from a tear in my spacesuit or something. Jana Delastra, the last anthropologist in history. She died for science. They might even name a university lecture hall after me. Really commits to the lie. Still as dramatic as ever, I see. Hey, Joe. Ego? Is that you? It sure is. You survived? But how? I thought your systems were fried. You know, Joe. what probably saved me was the fact that I was never really alive to begin with. I'm programmed for emergency shutdown when I get overloaded. And don't forget that I'm constantly and inextricably connected to your link. If I had let it overheat, your brain would most likely have exploded, which wouldn't have been fun for the person who had to clean up after you. (laughs) Charming. After a crash like that, though, I needed a few days to make sure my systems weren't damaged. I restored everything that needed to be restored, and now here I am, ready to resume service. Ego, I'm so happy to hear your voice. I thought I was alone, for good. Although I'm touched, Joe, I'm afraid I'm not much good to you right now. McWell's revoked all my permissions on the ship, so I'm basically just a decorative piece of AI right now. Or rather, a pet's piece of AI, as they might say here. I can live with that. <sighs> okay. So as you know... Our plan has probably... failed. Yes, in fact, that's the last thing I remember before my emergency shot down. So, they locked you in your room. Yup. I'm being punished like a rebellious teenager. But they won't hold on to me. They'll offload me eventually. Being exiled on Earth doesn't sound like the worst sentence. That's true. According to McWells, I should be put in the Earth. If it were up to him, he'd put a bullet through my head and leave me in the forest as fertilizer for the trees. That seems a bit drastic. That's for sure, but hey, whatever McWells thinks, Mary's the one who will ultimately make the decision, and she hasn't said anything yet. So all we can do now is wait. I see that you still have access to your research. Yes, I still have access to both my own and Professor Haldway's research. I told myself I'd keep working on it. If the council is going to keep our work, it might as well be perfect. I'll help you. Tell me what I can do. Thanks. I appreciate it. And... Ego? Yes, Joe. Even though you're not really alive, I'm glad you're back. I'm happy too. Plus, the act of living is a fluid concept, really. I mean, I'm technically a part of you, so doesn't that somehow make me a little bit alive? <laughs> It's still a shame. What's a shame? Ah. The more I sort through our notes and research, the more I feel like we've missed something. No matter how much we write about or describe the people here, about the way they communicate with each other and move and live in harmony with nature, someone on Mars still wouldn't be able to grasp what it really means to be an Earthling. To live, really, on this planet. What are you getting at? I'm talking about sensations, feelings. Living on Mars is ultimately just about survival, about the essentials. The air inside the bubbles contains exactly what we need to live. The vegetation we grow is purely for sustenance. Everything we produce has one goal, one purpose, to keep us alive. Art, music, culture, they're all irrelevant, unnecessary on Mars. The only place they exist is with our AIs. Or with people like me, whose work it is to study our past. Basically everything is constantly controlled because of the hostile environment we live in. And any misstep comes at the potential cost of hundreds of lives. Whereas on Earth, to be human is to be part of something greater. To be a link in the chain of life where our actions have an impact that goes beyond just our species. It's being part of a dynamic, interconnected planet and not just being isolated in a carefully controlled bubble. It's feeling the weight of the earth holding us against it or knowing that the wind you feel against your cheek as you get a breath of fresh air is also carrying the clouds away and powering the wind turbines. It's about enjoying the feeling of sun on your skin without worrying about getting roasted alive. To be an Earthling is to be surrounded by more life and movement than you could ever see or experience in a lifetime. And that lack of control, that liveliness comes with a lot of unexpected elements, a lot of innovation and a lot of dreaming. And that's exactly what's so special about it. Right. Well, perfect. Just pop that into your notes. I don't know, Ego. I just feel like words just don't do the job. I could describe it all, but it would never accurately describe what it is to live it. We need to find a way to bring a bit of Earth back to Mars. So that they can get even a glimpse of what it is to breathe outside without a space suit on. I mean, when I think back to that first breath I took when we got here... I don't want to interrupt your train of thought, Joe, but I'm receiving a private transmission. From who? Councilwoman Davenport. Oh. Mary. I'll take it. Communication with Councilwoman Davenport completed. Are you okay, Joe? We were right, Ego. The crew is going to leave me here on Earth. We knew this was coming. I'm sorry, but that's not all. Apparently our broadcast was a success. And my appeal to the Earthlings has spread around the world. As far as the Fossil League's borders, even. And though I might not have directly accused the Council in my speech, members of the crew are starting to ask Mary and McWells some difficult questions about the whole thing the Earthlings are demanding an explanation, too. (laughs) Well... It looks like we managed something, at least. Hey, you go. Either way, Mary wants to make sure that I can't cause the Council any more harm, so... So they're going to remove my link. They're going to disconnect us. You and I. Oh. Oh, that's... Oh. Yeah. I'm speechless, too. But what... how... will I remember? Your link works as an extension of your memory. I have no record in my archives of anyone having had their link removed without its contents being transferred to another link and then being planted somewhere else. This is... unprecedented. It'll kill me. Ego, will it kill me? It's... it's possible, Joe. At best, you won't be the same person. And there's a good chance that the destruction of such an important part of your memory will profoundly affect who you are. So... it's over then? There's nothing we can do? Other than hoping they change their minds, no. There's nothing. I'm so sorry. All right, then. Thanks, Ego. It's not your fault. Did Mary tell you when it would happen? She just needs to consult with the ship's doctor, and and then they'll do it. She's keen to get it done quickly. All the more reasons to make this day unforgettable, hey? Joe. Ego? Could you play some music, please? You pick. Okay. I'll be right here. Johanna de Lastra's logbook, log day 84. I try to get my things in order. When I was writing my thesis with him, Haldway often said that an office is always like the researcher it belongs to. And mine has always been a great big mess. But not today. Oddly, the knowledge that I may only have a few hours left is making me feel a lot more clear-headed than usual. I'm finding myself organizing files as if I was preparing my work for someone else to take over. As if I was just taking a short holiday. I feel rather sad when I look out my cabin porthole. It feels silly to be locked in a bubble again the way I would be back on Mars when I could easily be outside enjoying the feeling of fresh air in my lungs. All that for this. Millions of kilometers traveled in a giant, rickety tin can to discover another world that the colony on Mars will never know anything about. All simply to protect the power of decrepit old men desperately clinging to an outdated dream as their people continue to scrape by, unaware that their protective bubbles are about to burst. I wish I could share all of this, not just my work, but also what I've been through. The feeling of Earth's gravity putting pressure on my bones. Or the first moment I took off my spacesuit to take that beautiful breath. Dinners with Christopher and Valentine. My walks with the dog flying hydrogen taxi rides. The way the sunset sets the Astrapia blaze and its balls. Neopolis's heartbeat. What an honor to get to experience something that my people haven't been able to in over 150 years. It's all still on your link, Joe. I can show you some of your memories if you want. Maybe later, Ego. Thank you. If removing my link doesn't cost too much damage, I'd love to go back to Valentine and Christopher's. They and their daughter must be so worried after the live holographic broadcast. I hope McWells and Mary didn't say horrible things to them about me. They're the only friends I have on Earth and the last thing I'd ever want is make them upset. If only they had a link too. I could contact them and tell them that I'm okay at least. And then they have nothing to worry about. What's the point? I don't even know if I'll remember them after the operation. Wait a minute, the link. Hey, Igo, can you tell me how interpersonal communication on the link works exactly? Each link is implanted into its host's brain at birth. The link acts as the host's personal internal memory bank, allows access to a communal database stored on servers, and provides access to conversation flows with other people equipped with a link. And what's the range of these conversation flows? as large as any communications network your link can connect to. All it takes is energy and time. Okay, we'd need a lot of energy for this. Tell me, is the ship still connected to the Estrapi for its maintenance work? One second, let me check if I can access that. Yes, it is. Okay. And am I right in thinking that the ship has a communication channel open with Mars? I know the crew used it during part of the trip. Affirmative. But may I remind you that I no longer have clearance to even open doors on the ship, let alone to be able to send a message to Mars through the ship's communication channel. That doesn't matter. Is the link's network monitored? Not completely. Okay, great. Ego, I think I have an idea. Tell me. This might be crazy, but I want to send my memories to anyone with a link on Mars. All you have to do is connect to the ship's system and tap into the Estrapi's energy. Then use the communication channel that connects the ship to the planet, right? I never thought of that, Joe. But... It could work. Okay. Let's do it. The problem is that what you're asking me to do is... a colossal task. Transfer exchanges, memories, those I can do, no problem. But in this case, if I understand you correctly, You're asking me to send entire swaths of your memory to hundreds of people, located millions of miles away. Ego, my memory contains absolutely everything that I want my people to know about Earth, including my research, my findings on the Council's lies, and all my sensory data. It's the only option. No, Joe, you don't understand. What I'm trying to tell you is that no one has ever done what you're asking me to do. The human psyche is one of the most complex types of data to process. It's going to put a lot of pressure on the system. Honestly, I... I can't guarantee you'll survive this. They're... They're going to take my link away anyway, you know? All my memory is going to disappear. So if I'm toast either way, I prefer the option where I get to share what I know and what I've experienced. I know, but it goes against the first law of robotics. You said yourself that you're not 100% sure that this will put me in any danger. You're also forgetting law zero, which is that humanity as a whole is more important than me as an individual. Letting my people know the severity of the situation they're in and giving them the choice of whether or not to go to Earth, that is more important than me. So I'm asking you, Ego, please, to transfer my memory to the linked data stream. You're hopeless, Joe. But I'll do it. If we're going to disappear, you and I, we might as well do it with a bang. Are you sure about this, Joe? Absolutely certain. The only thing I regret is not being able to see what the Earthlings are going to do with the information I gave them the other day. Okay. I'm going to need your explicit consent in order to open access to your memory data. Do it. Joanna DeLastra, do you consent to making all of your personal data available to all Link users? Yes. And do you consent to the transfer of all this data into the stream? Is it going to hurt? You won't feel a thing. You'll just re-experience all these events. I'll be with you until the end. Okay. That's okay then. Initializing the transfer. Once it starts, the entire crew on Earth will immediately receive your data, since they're the closest to us. It will take a little longer to get to Mars, but it will get there. There is no turning back now, Joe. Good. My memories will make more of an impact than an impassioned holographic speech ever could anyway while we're on the subject may i just say that your message to the earthlings the other day wasn't very inspiring hey thanks a lot if you'll remember i was just trying not to have a panic attack during the whole thing transfer starting i'm here joe I have so much to tell you, if there's one thing I remember from my research, is that one voice is enough. One voice to change the course of history. One voice looking for others out there in the universe. And all these voices, scattered far and wide, sometimes come together to form whispers. And these whispers gain strength and become dreams. Dreams of building a colony on Mars. Dreams of moving on from a carbon-based society. Dreams of linking man and machine. Dreams of turning green energy into a reality. My name is Joanna De You have the right to know everything. The choices of our ancestors do not have to dictate the choices we make today. We do not have to submit to the unjust laws of our leaders and the decisions we made in the past never prevent us from choosing a new path in the future. My name is Joanna De Mastro. To be perfectly honest with you, I've loved every second of this journey. I'm glad I got the chance to do this. I wish I could send you more of all the things there are to feel and experience here. Things may not have turned out exactly the way I expected, Which means that I'm now running out of time to tell you everything. But you know what? I don't regret anything I've seen or that I've done. I offer you now my memory, along with access to that of all our fragile humanities. Take care of it for me, for you. Cherish and heed these memories as if they were your own. As if these memories were the real link between us. Arrival of your data on Mars confirmed. We did it, Joe. Joanna. You'll never guess. The Earthlings. I'm on their Internet. They've just raised enough H2 credits to send ships to Mars. It will take time. But it looks like everyone will be able to... ...to come home. How the story ends now, well, that's up to you.